Welcome to the Journey to Grateful podcast weekly series, Growing Through Loss, an examination of moving forward one minute, one day at a time. My apologies for being a day late on this particular podcast episode. I'm your host, Tim Begonia, and this is a newish series. This is the fifth in the series, focusing on my grief journey today right now, over the past week or so. I limit these episodes to approximately 10 minutes, so it's truly more of a day-to-day examination of my progress, my grief journey, as I live it every week. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast, please do. You can find the podcast on Spotify and on Apple's podcast, and you can go over to the website, journeytograteful.com. And if you're a frequent listener, I ask that you please share the podcast and website with anyone currently struggling with their own grief, or even somebody who is trying to support a friend with their grief, and they're a little bit unsure as to how to help their friend. The mission of Journey to Grateful has always been to open up the mysteries of grief with real dialogue, real stories, and real experiences. So thank you once again for stopping by. It's time to dive into my today. So today I've been a little bit down. Actually, I've been a little bit down for over a week. And of course, when you experience grief, and again, I am 15 months past the loss of my wife. When you experience grief, oftentimes it hits you in different ways different intensities. I've mentioned the ball of string wrapping upon itself, very chaotic, and that's my analogy for what grief is all about. So you do not become surprised when you have experienced something three days, three weeks, three months before, and it kind of hits you in the face once again. It's not a linear progression. So in my viewpoint, It should not be a surprise of something that you believe you have gone through and successfully made it through comes back and visits you again. So with me being a bit down, I've been trying to identify, and I'm sure everybody out there who is going through grief always tries to identify why they're feeling the way that they are at that particular time. And of course, other than the obvious, our loss, sometimes I think it's contributed to the change in the seasons. And I believe that's what is primarily happening with me, but I'm certainly not 100% sure. I certainly believe that it's one piece of this very large puzzle. I don't particularly care for it getting dark earlier. I don't particularly care for winter because of that one detail. I often tell my kids I would much prefer winter if it would start getting dark at about 6.30 or 7 o'clock at night. But living in the Midwest, oftentimes in the middle of winter, in the dead of winter, it can be dark at 4.30. And that is absolutely ridiculous. And I know that I would be probably happier with the late fall and winter scene if the light would still be there at six o'clock. I mean, can you imagine getting off of work at five o'clock and you're walking to your car and it's dark? That's the detail I don't particularly like. So talking about ups and downs today, 
oftentimes the ups and downs will mix and mingle with each other. It's not that I am drastically depressed. It's not that I can't get out of bed every morning and I want to pull the covers over my head. But of course, you know, even in regular life, who at any point in time doesn't want to do that? But it's more of a up and down and this wave, this wave of trying to feel up, trying to be positive tends to happen because I don't want to affect anybody else, whether it be friends or specifically family and very specifically my children. And then you have these down moments where it usually happens to me when I'm alone. It usually happens. Um, it doesn't, doesn't not have a specific time of day when it happens, but it usually happens from a feeling of feeling a little bit more melancholy a little bit more nostalgic, and I know it's kind of coming. And many times, what I believe is the misconception is that when somebody is going through grief and they are kind of in their little downtime, most people think that that is, you know, very low, very obvious, and perhaps akin to the pulled the covers over the head. But sometimes the downtime is just more of this um, this empty ache, large hole suddenly becomes even larger that particular day, that particular moment. And I believe that's what I am feeling right now. And it's, it's hard to grasp onto. It's really hard to define. It's very, very hard to define for anybody who has not gone through the loss of someone very significant in their life. Because... Oftentimes, and I've mentioned this before, oftentimes people experience after the loss of their, their very significant person in their life that they're surprised and potentially even shocked three, four weeks after because the world has become so different for them, yet they are looking out their window and seeing the world for everybody else has not changed all that much. And in a way, deep inside, you want to open up that window. You want to scream to everybody and say, what do, you, what do you think you're doing? Don't you understand that life is completely different right now? You need to understand this. That doesn't always happen. And we've been on the other side of it without ever really knowing it. I'm sure you have friends, maybe even distant relatives who have passed or who have had somebody who has passed in their life. And you consoled them, you helped them if you could, but it was for a relatively small period of time. And then for you, life went back to somewhat normal. And for them, it was anything but normal. So the ups and downs aren't always as external as you might think, especially the downs, because you can have a really, really down day, not necessarily show it in an external manner, but you just have this, this weight on your shoulders. You have this inescapable ability to brush anything more aside because you've brushed it aside so many times before that right now 
you have no more room to brush it aside. The sides are full, and now you just have to you have to face it. You have to admit whatever you haven't been admitting to yourself. And perhaps at times, if you're that type of a person, and there are certainly times I am, you just have to let it go. You have to let it out. You have to cry. You have to sob. You have to fall down on your knees and uncontrollably try to grasp for air as nothing is coming out and you want to scream, but you can't. So being down doesn't always look the same for everybody or the same every single time. And right now, I think what what I'm experiencing, the down that I'm experiencing over the last week, week and a half, is more of that ache, that empty hole. Because the loss that I'm feeling, the loss of my wife, each and every day, is painfully obvious. It is obvious from the moment I open up my eyes and she's not there anymore. It is obvious when one of the kids is experiencing something new at school and I don't have anybody to share in that joy. It is obvious when I have to make a decision about a doctor's appointment or about um, how to get two sons into two different places for their various sports or school activities, when I cannot turn to my partner and say, hey, how about if you take this one and I'll take that one? Those are the times when the ups and the downs, specifically the downs, really hit you. And they hit you silently. Silently for everybody else. Because they don't see it. They don't necessarily experience it. Nine times out of ten, if I'm being truthful, I'm alone when I'm experiencing these things. I'm making decisions. I'm on a phone call with a doctor. Or I'm trying to plan the rest of our day. And it just kind of hits me that uh, this isn't fun anymore. And this is quite stressful. Or the obvious absence of my wife kind of slaps me back into reality because now I'm experiencing a situation that normally wouldn't have been an issue and now it is. Now for me, I am very fortunate that I have an incredible support system. Family, friends, our community, school community, uh, it's, it's absolutely crazy. I think I've mentioned this before, but I can literally pick up the phone right this moment. I could text no less than five people and I could ask them for a favor. I could ask them to come over because I needed something. And I would have probably 10 cars outside within the hour because that's the support that we have. We've built that. My wife and I have built that over the years and that has been priceless. And that community is there for us every single day, anytime I need it. And I know that they're there. They don't have to show it every single day. They don't have to call or text and check in and, and make sure that I'm okay because I know they've told me, they've explained this to me, and they've communicated it to me in words and in deed. So I'm aware that my support system is there. But not everybody has that. Not everybody is fortunate to have a large loss and be surrounded by family and friends in the community that they are currently 
in. There are people out there that are probably in a relocation situation, whether that was for the last two years or the last 20 years. Their actual family is not around. I have family. Heck, I have three families that can help me in so many ways and have helped me in so many ways. So that really helps my downs and it helps me to appreciate the ups as well. But again, those downs aren't always so obvious for everybody else. So when you are trying to help somebody, when you're trying to be that support system for that other person, occasionally, yes, it is nice to have somebody contact me and see how I'm doing. Even if it's a quick smiley face emoji and a hi, how you doing on a text message. That's reassuring. Groups really help us. They give us confidence, they lift us up, and they help us along. So do not underestimate what a group of people can do, and do not underestimate what a simple, hey, you want to stop and get a cup of coffee, can do for that person. Because you might not understand at that moment they are down, and they might not want to at the time tell you or explain to you that they are down, but you just being there for them and reaching out can mean so very much. So during your ups and downs, if you're experiencing grief, please reach out if you can. If you can't and it's difficult for you at that particular time, just know that somebody is there ready to help. If it's not somebody that's close by, perhaps a text or an email can help. And of course, you can always contact us at journeytograteful.com. You can contact me directly at tim at journeytograteful.com. Or you can join in on the conversations, Instagram or Facebook. It's under journeytograteful.com. So I believe that you understand the ups and the downs of grief. And I just want to stress that we need to be there for each other. And for those who may feel that they are just very, very alone at any given moment, please understand that you're not, and you can reach out anytime. So thank you again for joining me. Remember to subscribe to the podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. I really really would appreciate it. It can benefit other people that don't know about the podcast right now. There are some out there that might be searching and looking for for some help in their grief journey, and they're not aware of it. Go over to Apple Podcasts, drop us a review, even rate the show. You can go to journeytograteful.com, go to our page on there that has all the podcasts and there are links there to go directly to the page that you need to to drop in a review and don't forget to talk to your friends and be there for those people you know that need help and as I always do I like to stop and just drop something in here that allows you to become a little bit inspired a quote that was given to me by a very good friend. And the quote is from Winnie the Pooh. 
and it says you're braver than you believe and stronger than you seem and smarter than you think. Please hold on to that sentiment when you're down and spread it around when you're up. And again, thank you for your time. I appreciate you stopping by and taking a listen. And I hope today brings you nothing but good. And I hope your heart is filled with all the support that you're receiving. Thank you, guys. Take care. Bye-bye.